0: Welcome to the Improvement Imminent podcast. I'm Philip Weigel, here with my brother, John Michael. Together, we set out to create a better program that can bridge the gap between gyms and help more athletes improve their fitness. Each week, we
1: ask ourselves, what can we do better? And we challenge each of you to do the same. Our mission is to share our knowledge from our nearly two decades of experience as CrossFit athletes and coaches to help you approach each day's training with more purpose. Hello everyone, welcome back. This is part B of our weekly walkthrough.
0: So Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Thursday, we're going to be doing just a, a workout and it's a couple different pieces. So it's four different tests essentially uh, with some rests between them. We're gonna start off with a 400 meter run where we are trying to perform at our absolute peak. This is 100% effort. This is all you need to worry about for this workout right now. Do your run. Do it hard. See how fast you can do a flipping 400. Yeah, make sure that this is
1: one. Record your time. We're going to be using this to base efforts off of. So we're going to do some uh, intervals, and we're going to use this time. So this is actually a really, really good chance for you guys. Warm up well. Go out, and this is the first part of the workout, so just attack it, everything you have into that 400, because it follows with three minutes of rest. Um, so really go out and try to
0: hammer it, and write down that time, you need to know it. You need to know it. Once we've completed that 400-meter run, taking our three minutes of a rest break, then you're going to go into a reasonably long set of box step-ups. We're going to do 200 repetitions. You're going to be carrying a dumbbell, Uh, 50 pounds for guys, 35 for gals, unless we need to scale it. And please do be reasonable on this and scale the weight and or the height of the box as needed. Uh, For guys, we're going to be using a 24-inch box. Ladies, a 20-inch box. Jermichael and I just talked a little bit about this. This is not a small set of step-ups. At the same time, it's not huge either. You're looking at hopefully between 10 and 15 minutes of steady work. Um, In that time frame, I'm going to say that that dumbbell is going to become uncomfortable at some point. Mm -hmm. So you should definitely be willing to switch sides if you've got it draped over a shoulder or drop it down to a hand for a few reps and then put it back up on the shoulder again. Um, Just kind of have have a little bit of willingness to change your strategy because the real goal here is just to keep moving continuously. The way I view a set of step ups like this, it's kind of like rowing a 5K. You just have to take another stroke, and you're going to get there sooner or later. So as long as you just step back up on the box, you're one repetition closer. You're half a percent closer to having finished all of those step-ups. Yeah, that one's
1: kind of like a, uh, a continuous grind. Um, you can't really rest for too long at any point in time. It's just consistency on the step-ups. So that being said, don't go out, out of the gate too hot. Don't go out thinking that you're going to do 50 step-ups like we did in that
0: open workout. Um, where you're going as fast as you can to get through. This is much more balanced yeah. and steady and even. Yep. Um, also, I think if you've done this right, if you've done this the way we intend for it to be done, then you're gonna do 200 reps without having taken any substantial break, without yes. having really set the dumbbell down and properly rested, quote unquote. Um, so if that means you need to use a lighter dumbbell, do it. If that means you need to use a shorter box, do it Mm -hmm. this should be getting in a rhythm staying in a rhythm moving through 200 reps in that rhythm and then being done once you're done you will get a five minute rest before we move on
1: yep we've done a lot of these recently and so this is another great place for you guys to put a lot of practice in to alternating legs this is actually the perfect one 200 reps Um, focus on alternating legs so just find your rhythm if it's same foot up same foot down and then switch Um, whatever it is find the rhythm Alternate legs on the step up and on the step down. Um, And I think you'll see a a lot better results overall in those 200 if you guys
0: treat it symmetrically and if you guys start working symmetry. As well as you're just going to be better in the long run. Yep. If we train one side, then we end up lopsided. And eventually that will lead to some sort of malfunction. Yep, absolutely. So you guys are going to rest five
1: minutes after you complete those 200 step ups and we're gonna go into our next test of a 1K ski. Um, we just recently, this last week, tested a 250 meter ski post wad. Uh, so this one's gonna be a 1K ski. If you guys remember how nasty that 250 effort was, uh, this one's a little more dragged out. You guys are gonna be a little slower. Um, but once again, it is, it, it's a max effort. Uh, we haven't really fatigued our front at all. We haven't fatigued our anterior. It's been quite a bit of posterior and the run is
0: just legs and pain. Um, yeah, the so yeah. upper body should be relatively yeah. fresh. At the same time, there's a lot of work with that box step-up. Yeah, and depending yes. on how you orientate that dumbbell, you may or may not be taxed in your shoulders and your triceps and your grip. Um, but give that ski a, a good, hard push. Yeah. There's definitely a lot more strategy and pacing that goes into that effort. Than there is uh, that went into that 250 that Jamichael was talking about, where it's really just you gotta go out as hard as you can and not stop until yeah. the thing reads zero. And hold as many strokes as possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. This one on. is much more of a balanced effort. So get yeah. in a good rhythm. Know that you're gonna be at it for uh, a pretty dang strong skier, probably like three minutes, 20, 30 seconds. Um, most people closer to four minutes or a little over four minutes. Yeah.
1: Um, On this 1K ski, my suggestion is as you guys get fatigued and you're near that end, uh, when we hit that 750 meter mark, try to bump up the strokes per minute. I know that you're going to be inclined to want to do a larger stroke. You're going to be inclined to want to take more power into each stroke. Uh, My suggestion would be try to be a little quicker on each stroke. So try to pick up the strokes per minute. Uh, If you guys noticed when we did that 250 meter ski max, uh, it wasn't so much about how massive your stroke was. It was just about... How many consistent big strokes can you put into a short amount of time? Uh, And that's what seems to get people the furthest the fastest. So as you die off, pick up the strokes per minute a little bit
0: uh, and try to finish as strong as you can. Once we finish skiing, you get three minutes to rest, and then the workout will be completed with 50 burpee chest-to-bar pull-ups. For these burpee chest-to-bar pull-ups, um, we want you to use a pull-up bar that is just outside of your standing reach. So if you walk underneath your bar and reach up, it should be just above your fingertips. You shouldn't be able to touch it. Um, if we need to scale, then we're doing just a burpee chin-over-bar pull-up. If we need to scale further, then get a pull-up bar that is within your standing reach so that you can do a burpee and then put your uh, process yourself through a jumping pull-up. Um, just like the same standards that we use when we do Filthy 50. Uh, you, should be, you should be holding a pull-up bar that is able to sit about three inches, four inches down your forearm when you reach up past it um, if we are doing that jumping pull-up variety. Yeah. So scale is needed, 50 reps, got to get in a good rhythm. This is uh, kind of similar to the two movements before it where it's, it's all about strong, steady rhythm that puts you through the full effort. Only that first piece, that 400-meter run, are we really able to put that full 100% effort into. Uh, The three pieces following it are much more about consistency while you're already slightly damaged from having performed so aggressively on that run. Yeah, make sure that you
1: guys log all your times on each one piece of this, or each piece of this, because these are all great benchmarks. It's just a good time to know. Even the 200-box step-ups. We Mm -hmm. recently saw that workout, Chad, uh, that came out, and a lot of people went and did that. Um, And I venture to say if they had done 200 box step-ups before and they knew what their time was on that, they could figure out what their rest would look like and how they would work through 1,000. So make sure that you guys are putting as much effort as you can into each window. Uh, This is going to be a really fun day, I think.
0: I like the tests like these. um, But it's a very good opportunity to understand your own capacity. Mm -hmm. If you have a delusional mentality that thinks that you can ski... A 1k in three minutes and 20 seconds when the reality is the best 1k you can do is closer to 345 then that's something that you should really try to understand because yeah. the better you understand yourself and how you can perform then the better you can apply yourself to the training that we put out um it really is quite important to understand about how hard something is and how hard you can go on it to really get the best out of yourself yep so that's the day of tests
1: On to Friday, we are going to do 21 minutes alternating on the minute. It is 15 to 20 wall ball shots, 10 to 16 dumbbell snatch, and 5 to 10 strict handstand push-up.
0: So Uh, we've got seven rounds to do, right? Because 21 divided by seven gives you three different movements, and we're doing three different movements. The first minute, those wall ball shots should take you 40-ish seconds to do. Um, Ideally, you're going to go unbroken, that would give you 20 reps pretty smoothly in about 40 seconds. If you need to break them up, though, then that's where that 15-ish or more, maybe, comes into play. Um, but early on, try to, try to establish a nice, smooth rhythm and be unbroken on those wall ball shots. Then on to our dumbbell snatches. On we want to those... alternate arms, don't we? Yeah. And ideally, we're going to be working on exchanging hands in the air. So letting it fall out of one and then grabbing with the other as that dumbbell falls past our midline. Uh, So we can take it to the floor and then use our legs to push it back up. Big thing to remember on dumbbell snatches, don't leave your butt up high in the air. Let your hips sink so that you can find better position to be able to use your legs to then push that next rep upward, just like we would with any other snatch. Mm -hmm. Don't treat it differently just because it's a dumbbell. Yep. Final movement, 5 to 10 strict handstand push-ups. On those strict handstand
1: pushups, uh, we saw this movement in the open, that's kind of when we were introduced to doing it in, in high intensity workouts for the open, um, but we've been working on them for a while. So hopefully you guys have put some practice into it. Uh, on these, make sure that you guys do a number you can. If we don't have strict handstand pushups, we can do um, one of two scales that I like, or there's three scales really that, that Phil and I like, Um, But we can put our feet on a box and pike ourselves up and elevate ourselves so that our hips are over our shoulders. Or we could do the style where we put a plate under the ab mat and we raise the ground up to our heads, so that the range of motion is limited a little bit. Um, and then the final one, if we have not gone upside down, I, I like taking people upside down, but if we're not comfortable there or we haven't done it yet um, or maybe an injury prevents us, a strict dumbbell press isn't bad either.
0: Yeah, it's a great way to work on it, especially if you've got range of motion issues with yep. your shoulders. Um, it's, it requires a lot of stability and work towards balance. And in my view, that's actually kind of better than the box handstand push up you like that one better? Sometimes. It really depends on the athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, something that that we definitely encourage you guys to do is use more than one scale. Don't always use the same thing because yep. you'll find yourself in slightly different positions, using different ranges of motion, getting different muscle recruitment if you use different scales. So maybe whatever you did last time, do something different this time.
1: Yep. Um, following that workout, the 21 minutes, we are going to go into a little post-wad of mobility. We're mobilizing specifically because we have the hammy the next day, so we're gonna do some mobility. Uh, it was a quite a long week, and I think people are gonna be surprised how much Thursday tears them up. Um, I think going max intensity like that, it just it eats at you. So that's gonna be a good day. Um, but Friday, make sure you guys spend some time mobilizing, especially if you are doing the hammy.
0: Yeah, we're gonna leave this kind of open to your own needs because. Mm-hmm. Where I'm going to be tight might be different than where John Michael feels like he's become restricted, and that'll probably be different than what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So w- use this time to address the issues you have. Um, both of our gyms are going to be shut down on Saturday yep. because all of the coaches, pretty much, are going to be involved in the hammy itself, helping run the workout, run you guys through it, um, helping organize and, and, and do the vendors and all that. Uh, This is something that both of our communities are centered around. So Saturday, June 1st, neither of the gyms will be open because we'll all be at the hammy. Hopefully you guys are well aware of that and have already signed up for a heat. If you haven't and you don't know what I'm talking about, then hurry up. Get on over to uh, thehammy.org. And on that website, you will find all the info you need. Yeah. Um, Do we want to go over what that workout is? Let's do it. So Saturday, the workout. Uh, being the hammy this whole event, is four-time. It is a one-kilometer row, followed by seven clean and jerks. Uh, it's prescribed at 135 pounds for, for males and 95 pounds for females. Uh, but this is not a competition, and just as we do in any workout in the gym, we encourage you guys to scale appropriately and find the right weight. And in fact, we'll have a field staffed with uh, level one coaches, who are there to help you to put that weight on your bar and have it all ready to go. So come in with an idea of what you want to use, and then we'll help you set it up. Yep. After those seven clean and jerks, you're going to go ahead and do 50 push-ups, then another seven clean and jerks, 50 ab mat sit-ups, seven more clean and jerks, 50 box hops, standard height there, and then seven more clean and jerks. Last gymnastics movement is going to be 50 pull-ups before you do your final seven clean and jerks and then go for a one-kilometer roundabout run on the track at the field fieldhouse uh, at Kent State where we're going to be performing this. So this is definitely a grueling workout. Um, there actually is an option for you to sign up with a partner and do it as a team endeavor. Um, you're welcome to do that. I, I like this one on my own for sure because I view it as a way to, to mentally and physically and even emotionally challenge myself, kind of like Murph. Um, really any hero workout, I'm going to treat that sort of way to, to try to take myself to a, a darker place than usual and, and remember that being in that dark place for a little bit is absolutely nothing compared to, to the sacrifice that that person gave. Um, this, is, this is a workout that's, that we're doing in memory of someone who gave their life in service of this country. Um, and and adam hamilton who this workout is built around he literally went to high school where john michael and i went to high school um and we know we know his family quite well and that's why we participate and and contribute to this event every year because it it hits very close to home for us
1: yeah um definitely come out it's just about sweating a little bit um, push yourself, try something different. And like Phil said, put yourself in a dark place. It's a good, it's a good workout to do that. Um, and it's a good workout to just kind of forget about what you're feeling and kind of remember what it's for once again, kind of like Murph. Uh, so we have two, we have two pretty nasty workouts coming, um, back to back like that. I would suggest if you guys can do both of them. Uh, I'm doing something a little different this year. I'm doing the hammy on a team. I've done it individual since I can, I can remember. Um, I'll still do it individual at some point throughout the year. I'll make sure I do it individual, or you'll make fun of me, Phil. But um, I'm going to make fun of you anyway. uh, Yeah, true. I'm going to do it on a team, so I'm going to be there doing it also. Phil will be there doing it. So definitely come out, uh, enjoy it, um, throw down, and have some
0: fun. All right, guys. That is the week. Um, Stop back in Sunday. We'll be putting out another week for you, and you can get up to speed on what's coming in your future. I believe the week after this is when you're going to see that one rep max on a deadlift. So... Be prepared to pull some heavy weights. We will see you all in the gyms.